0: Morning Liberty. Well, hello there everybody. This is the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate. And once again, my partner Charlie is gone. He is out of town on personal business and he will be right back here tomorrow. But for today, I'm going to do something, just a real quick episode. I, I kind of had some thoughts and I wanted to get them out there. First, I want to say subscribe to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, just hit that little subscribe button. And then tomorrow when we release another episode, uh, you'll go ahead and get that episode straight to your phone. You won't have to worry about going back and look for it, you know, just to automate every single thing that you can. So I wanted to talk about something that, I want to talk about a word, and that word is Liberty. See, we gave this presentation last week, or last weekend, at the Young Americans for Liberty convention. And at the end of our presentation, one of the students stood up and asked us a question. And he said, when he's on campus and he's talking to people or trying to get people interested, trying to hand out information, anything like that, he would say something along the lines of, hey, do you love Liberty? And he said a lot of times people just say no and keep walking or they just ignore him or they don't know what it means. And I think that's the actual problem is that when we say liberty, I don't think a lot of people actually know what that means. It's really it's really kind of a, I think it's turned into a bit of a cliche word, just a word that w- when you say it, you know, you can have these images of constitution loving you know, I don't know, flag-waving, gun-toters, wearing a MAGA hat. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Just like that caricature of America. Yeah. And not that all those things are somehow a problem. I'm not saying that any of those things are are bad. But what I'm saying is when we, when we say the word liberty and we tell people that maybe we say that we're libertarians or maybe we say that we care about liberty or we're liberty-minded individuals, I think a lot of people just simply don't know what that means so if you find yourself talking to people about this and you have a hard time explaining what that means i just wanted to offer to you kind of what what i think it means and i'm not even saying that this is the actual definition because honestly i didn't even look it up i'm going to tell you what the word liberty means to me and the best way I can come up with to sum it up, and maybe this will sound cliche too, but the best way I can come, with it, come up with to sum it up is liberty is you. And it's everything about you that makes you a unique individual. Liberty is, it's your wants and your dreams and your desires and your aspirations and your likes and your dislikes. You know, it's being close to the people that you care about. It's choosing who you are going to interact with on a daily basis. It's who you want to be someday. It's where you want to live. What kind of car you want to drive, whether or not you're going to smoke or drink or anything like that. Liberty is the ability to act on all of those things to act those things out in your life. It's your thoughts, it's your opinions. Maybe it's an opinion on, on art. What kind of movies are good or bad, or what kind of paintings you like, or what kind of TV shows are good, and what kind of music you want to listen to. It's how you feel about your friends and your family. It's how you feel about your government. It's everything about you that makes you unique. It makes you you. And that's why it's so important. That's why we fight for it all the time. Because without all of those things, then we don't have anything. There wouldn't be any point. There would no longer be any point. And liberty is, is all of those things and your ability to act those things out in life. You know, for some people, maybe liberty means they love guns. That's, that's cool. I like guns. That's okay, as long as you don't use those guns to remove another person's liberty. For some people, liberty means they do drugs or drink alcohol. You know, that's not something that I would condone. But if you're not removing someone else's liberty, I mean, that, then that's you, right? Who who says that you can't be you? Now, you should take advice from friends and family for sure. But when you're not hurting someone else. Even, you know, like when it comes to guns too, when it comes to going out and drinking alcohol, if you're not hurting someone else, then who, then who can take that away from you? Maybe some people, liberty leads them to want to work for themselves or start their own business, you know, work from home, create something that they can create uniquely and sell to other people to provide value in their lives. Maybe that's their liberty. Some people really like remodeling their houses and working on home projects. Maybe they like to watch HDTV, looking at all the Instagram bloggers, seeing all these new projects and cool ideas with the design and style of everything. Some people, liberty just means that you want to keep the fruits of your own labor so you can actually live out the benefits of the value you've created in society. So with all of those, all of those examples previously, there is an underlying understanding with all of that. Remember, the the problem is, you know, you have all those liberties and, and you can look at that and you can say, well, that just kind of, Nate, that just kind of sounds like you can do whatever you want, really. Just kind of sounds like you can just go through life doing anything that pops up in your mind with no consequences whatsoever. So there's And underlying understanding with that. You have those liberties. But here's the cool part about it. That also means that every other person around you also has those same liberties. They all also have the right to pursue all of those things. So this underlying understanding means that you're not going to impede On someone else's ability to pursue those things we have to realize that our liberty ends where another person's begins you know if you if you want to go just say there's a this situation you can hear about a lot maybe you want to go to college and you want to major in diversity studies and then you want to get a get a job as an activist for PETA afterwards that's fine that's you that's okay but you can't impede on my liberties in the process of doing that. Don't expect to take some of my liberty to fulfill your wants and desires. Your liberty ends where mine begins, and the same thing goes for me. Mine ends where yours begins. You know, what, what about people who are poor? Well, if, if someone's acted against them and, and took their abilities to act on that liberty, then that should be dealt with. We don't condone that in our society, in our our free market society, in this utopia that we're envisioning. You're you're not able to unjustly take other people's liberties from them, but if the situation that they're in is a a product of their past decisions or maybe just happenstance or bad luck, then who is it that acted against them? Who, Who is it? Who's responsible for that? So all that said, for those people to be able to get ahead in life, they can't remove my liberties to pursue their desires. You know, if, if I use my liberty to obtain some kind of wealth or to make a lot of money, you can't just take that from me. Taking the product of all those things that made up my liberties is, is taking those liberties away from me, you know? taxation is theft and if liberty is you and to me liberty is me and it's everything that makes me me and you do not own me even if you gather up 51 percent of the country together it does not mean that then you own me taxation is theft right we say that all the time well, why do we think that it's not just because it's taking away your money. It's because it's taking away your liberties because you spent time. You spent, you know, there's only there's only one resource that we cannot renew. It's a fixed resource and that's time. And what we do in this life is we trade our time to provide value to other people. And when we trade that time to provide value to other people, we receive money as a representation of the value we provided back in turn for that. That money is a representation of the fixed amount of time that we have on earth. That's what that money is. It says, you traded your time, something you can never get back. You traded your time for this money. So when you come and you take some of that money from me, you're not just taking my money, you're taking away my liberty. You're taking away my time. If I go and I look at my neighbor next door and I say, Oh, I want something of his. I want, oh, I would like his car. I'd like that. Is that okay? No. That's theft. What makes it not theft? Is it if I get everyone on my street to agree that we should take his car? Then is it not theft if we all go over there and take it? No, it's still theft. Well, what if uh, the entire neighborhood, my whole subdivision, we all vote and decide that we want to take that away from him? Is now it's okay, I guess? Now it would probably still be considered theft. So why, when the group keeps getting bigger and bigger, does it somehow shift into being morally justified? Now you're saying that if more people in my town decide that they want to take something from me, that that's, maybe sometimes that's okay. Some people in the county together get together, in your state or in your country. At what point in time do enough people get to decide that they can take something from you and it makes that not theft anymore? What's your number on that? What if it's a really small town? You know, what if it's a... I grew up in a town originally, first town that I uh, lived in, it's a town of about 100 people now. Maybe 150. Probably 100. That's a pretty small town. It really only takes about 75 76 people for there to be a majority in the town. And then, and then they can take my liberties, I guess? Then they can take my money? No. It's still not okay. So when we say that we're libertarians, if we go out into the world and we say, I'm a libertarian, first off, you need to know what that word liberty means. It's not just freedom. You know, freedom and liberties are, are different the freedom is your, your freedom to act out those things. Those things are your liberties. But then the thing is, you can't take someone else's liberties away from them in that process. It all has to be done justly. We're all equal in that sense. So when we say that we're libertarians, it just means that we want you to be you. As long as you don't stop someone else from being them. So, maybe you can take that. maybe you can take that and go out to your college campus or go onto your Facebook if you want to, or something like that. And when someone asks you what's liberty or someone you sometimes when you say liberty, it's one of those I call it an eye roll moment. It's one of those words that people are sick of hearing about. It doesn't have any meaning behind it anymore, like I said it's starting to it's starting to get that image of i don't know I don't. I don't say maga hat wearing people is like a derogatory term but you know you're classic America person. You can I know we're both picturing the exact same thing right now. We're all picturing the same person. We know exactly what they look like. So now when you say liberty it just tends to give you that image and you just think it means that uh, you don't care about poor people or you don't want to fix anything in our society or uh, maybe you just like Trump or or maybe you like a lot of wars overseas or something like that. Like this this word liberty has been kind of hijacked by that idea. And so I want us to all have a, a clear a clear image of what that means. And, and I just wanted to tell you guys what it means to me. Charlie's not here today, so I'm not really going to go into any more of an episode. I just had that thought. I wanted to share it with you guys. So... Obviously, very, very short episode. Very short. If you guys want to listen to some more stuff, we've got I don't know, well over 100 episodes on here. Sometimes they're current events and sometimes it's just little economic ideas and arguments. So you can go through there and listen through all kinds of different podcast episodes on there. Um, if you guys want to join our Facebook group where we are trying to come up with these solutions all the time to people's questions and people's problems then go to the Facebook group Liberty-Minded Solutions and jump in that group. That's not just a group where we're going to argue back and forth or we're just going to trade funny jabs at different people or make fun of liberals or anything like that. That's a group where when we bring up some kind of a problem, the goal is to offer up what the solution is going to be. Maybe it's a debate answer. Maybe it's what an actual solution you can propose to someone. Because the issue is, People do have problems. There are people with problems. And sometimes there's people in our society where uh, it's just too, it's too much. They're too far behind. And, there's, and it's going to be more than any of us could even imagine to try and get out of that. There are people with problems. And so when you do see someone with an actual problem or someone who is talking about someone who has an actual problem, that person's looking for solutions. They're not just looking for you to tell them to get over it, or to, or that their idea is stupid, or something like that. Uh, they're looking for someone that's going to give them a solution. And unfortunately, that's what people on the left or the liberal, socialist, progressive side, whatever they, whatever their preferred political pronoun is these days, um, it's what people on that side have been doing. They've been offering people solutions to their problems. Now, their problem is their solutions aren't actually solutions. They're just going to make the problems worse. Some of their problems are because people thought that the government could provide solutions. A lot of people's problems are that. So we want to be the people that are offering up solutions to people's problems, even if sometimes we don't think it's an actual problem or we don't think it actually needs a solution. Wealth, you know, income inequality, well, there's probably going to be a degree of income inequality forever. I don't think there's anything that can change that. There's going to be wealth disparities forever. I think that's just the natural state of existing. I've been to, uh, I've said this before, but I've been to Djibouti, Africa, very, very poor country in Africa, and in that country we we were there playing at a military base i was playing music we were playing for armed forces entertainment there's a military base in djibouti africa uh we were there playing some music and we went out into the town djibouti city i think is is what it's called capital city biggest city in that city if you had if you had eight sticks and some sheets and a couple pieces of cardboard then you were you were middle class you were doing good there if you had some kind of a little shack that you could get in you're in the just the top portion of that society very poor area as soon as i went into the city as soon as our bus pulled into the city we had people running up to the side of the bus begging us for water i've never been begged for water before in the us you get begged for dollars things like that maybe they'll they'll say that they're hungry there's not really a lot of starving people in the US but they'll be begging for food or or uh, or money but I'd never been begged for water before and she, this this one woman was holding a newborn baby and giving the signal for for water because she knew that we were... Americans we were in a bus and that we probably had a lot of water on the bus we did we had numerous cases of ice cold water and there there were these people out there on the street that were worried about dying of thirst that was the that was the conditions in that city for everyone everyone was poor in that city except for the government the leaders in the country lived in some of the biggest mansions you've ever seen just beautiful palaces where a mile away people were literally starving in the streets literally i saw people drinking water out of little mud puddles or little puddles of water that were on the ground A mile away from that, you could find a five-star restaurant. And it was only available for the people in the government. And us. Because we were there as guests of the government. There's wealth disparities everywhere. Even in, especially in non-capitalistic countries. Especially. The difference there is that the people at the bottom are starving to death or dying of thirst here the poor in our country have have it a little bit better off the poor in our country have a life that the people in Djibouti that i saw wouldn't even think of dreaming of they wouldn't even know how to dream about it because it was something they hadn't seen before so don't think that uh There's just some kind of solution to income inequality or wealth inequality, something like that. But when people talk about it, realize that they are talking about something that they really do perceive as a problem. And so if you wanted to offer them up some kind of solution for that, the free market is the solution for that. Everyone being able to obtain wealth in the easiest and freest way possible is the solution for that. Getting rid of licensure laws on occupations that have no business requiring licenses. Getting away from yearly filing fees where they catch all these people who have small businesses and fine them every month or every year because they didn't file their paperwork on time, even if they didn't make any money. Trust me, it's happened to me before. You have to send all of your like hours paperwork and everything into the state at the end of the year. doesn't matter if you made any money, if you did any business. They'll, they'll straight up close your business if you don't remember to send that in to them. There's a lot of things that we do to stop people, and it's not that everyone's going to go out there and start their own business. That's not what I'm saying. But a lot of other people will be out there starting some kind of business, and a, some portion of those will be successful. And in a more free market, there will be more opportunities out there. You know, the the worst enemy of your evil businessman, the worst enemy is not the government. That's their friend, because they can use them to pass regulations on their competition. The worst enemy of this evil businessman that you're picturing is another businessman. That's the worst enemy, because that's the person he can't do anything about other than try and beat him through competition, through offering a better product, or maybe offering at a cheaper price, that's a business's worst enemy if you're working at a fast food restaurant or some other some other kind of place where you're getting minimum wage or something close to it the worst enemy of your boss of your business owner is that another business opens up right next door or right across the street see everything that we do in our in our lives is an auction all the time when we're talking about money especially labor You want to be having more people. You know, if you go to an auction and they're trying to sell an item and there's only one person there to buy the item, how far do you think the price is going to get bid up? Probably not very far. There's only one person there. It's going to go for bare minimum. That's how you end up having a lot of people working for the minimum wage. How do you fix that? You have a lot more businesses bidding for that person's time. And if that person is productive and they can still be profitable hiring that person, then they're going to continue bidding up until someone gets that person's time. The best thing that you can do for anyone who is in a bad situation is to enable the free market to continue growing so more and more people can be lifted out of poverty. We just have to find a good way to say that to people. So that's what we're going to be working on. Here at the show. That's our mission. That's what we want to do. That's what we want you guys to do in the Facebook group, Liberty Minded Solutions, is to help us come up with ways to explain this to people in the simplest way possible. Because the Bernie Sanders, he can get his economic policy out in one tweet. It can be a totally life-changing, sweeping, government-changing economic policy. He can get it out in one tweet. We need to be able to make those same kind of arguments. And they're not simple, but we need to find a way to say them simply so people will listen. So go do that. You can also go follow us on Instagram at Good Morning Liberty. Follow us on Twitter at GoodAMLiberty. Look us up on Facebook, Good Morning Liberty. Go to our website and read some articles. I put new articles on there like every single day writing about economics, politics. Go to GoodMorningLiberty.us if you guys want to see that. If you guys want to get your very own Taxation and Theft shirt, you can use the promo code PODCAST on our merch store. You can go to GMLConnect.com, go to the merch store, use the promo code PODCAST, and that's going to give you 20% off a Taxation the theft shirt, a Shall Not Be In Friends shirt. We have one that says Capitalism is Greater Than Socialism. Pretty simple shirt. Uh, We got coffee mugs that say Bernie Lies on there. Yeah, we got all kinds of good stuff on there. So if you guys want to get something, any proceeds from that, just go right back into advertising for this show, for our website, for the Facebook, so we can keep trying to grow this movement. If you think that there's people who need to hear what I had to say today or what we say throughout the week, every single week, then you can do one of those things and that's going to help. Maybe you can share it with someone. Maybe you can share one of our posts on Facebook. Anything like that. We have to grow this movement. That's the only option. It's really the only option is that people who think like us and people who talk like us, like you guys, like me, that we are able to reach more people. So by sharing some of our things or by purchasing something off the merch store, you're going to help us run more ads to get in front of more people. So that's all I got for you today, guys. Sorry it was a really short show, but Charlie's going to be back here tomorrow. We'll do a full, normal show. And uh, until then, you guys do all that stuff. You guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.